up until that point, I had spent my entire life replaying stories in my mind about my appearance, my body, my skin, and self-comparison in my teenage years really left me standing in the mirror agonizing over my body, over my skin. Welcome to the Reach New Heights podcast, where we dive deep into all things self-healing, transformation, and building dreams. I'm Julie Householder, and it is my passion to share powerful tools to empower you to transform your life and reach new heights. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Reach New Heights podcast, where today we're diving into the topic of self-image. We're going to talk about roots of self-talk, standard of beauty in society, and how that impacts us and how to begin building a new relationship with ourselves and our self-image. Before we dive into our episode today, I'm just going to bring you through a quick guided breathing exercise to bring relaxation to the nervous system, just really bring us here to the present moment. So right now I invite you just to slowly draw a full deep breath in through your nose and exhale. Again, drawing another full deep breath in and out. And starting with the top of our heads, today we're going to do that body scan that I love to do with you guys. And just start noticing from the top of your head all the way down to the bottom of your feet where you might be holding any tension in your body, where you might be clenching any muscles, and just allowing those parts of you to release and relax especially tuning into the jaw, noticing if you're clenching the jaw and allowing your jaw to loosen, tuning into your shoulders. Many of us will raise our shoulders when we're stressed. That's definitely my stress indicator and just allow your shoulders to relax and drop. Noticing your hands and your fingers, noticing if there's any clenched muscles anywhere. If you have any tense feelings in your feet just allowing your toes to spread and then relax and then taking another full deep breath in and exhale my journey with self-image has had a lot of up and downs and one of the reasons i changed this week's topic to this was because I started noticing some of my old patterns coming up this week around my self-image, old patterns coming up for healing. And I share this because I think it can be so easy to look at coaches or self-help professionals online, on social media, and just think that they all have it together, that they don't struggle with things. And that's not the reality. We are all humans. We all have had our struggles. We all have our ups and downs within our own healing journeys, which isn't linear. Healing isn't a linear progression that's constantly going in a line and going exactly where we expect. I like to look at it more as like a stock chart. You know, there's lots of ups and downs, but it goes up over time, right? And what's important here is our transformational willingness, our awareness to get support when we need it, and our commitment to working on ourselves. I remember after my first photo shoot for my first business, I got in my car and I literally cried the entire way home. And up until that point, I had spent my entire life replaying stories in my mind about my appearance, 
my body, my skin, and self-comparison in my teenage years really left me standing in the mirror, agonizing over my body, over my skin, always thinking thoughts like, oh, like if only my skin was clear, if my nose was straighter, if this was bigger or that was smaller, or if I could put more weight on this region while keeping this other region smaller, right? And I would compare myself to every woman that I saw in person or on social media, didn't matter, um, in the magazines, in, in whatever, wherever I was, I would compare myself to them. And my relationship with makeup at that point had become really a toxic dependency rather than a creative outlet. And I hated my self-image. I hated being in front of the camera. I refused being in front of the camera. When I looked in the mirror and when I gazed at myself and my body, I would look at myself in ways I would never look at another human. You know, I would speak to myself in my mind in ways I never would talk to another person. And in it's, it's interesting because in these years, I really got into photography as a teen and I loved taking pictures of other people. I saw beauty in everyone around me, but I really struggled to see beauty in myself. And that particular day in front of the camera for this business branding photo shoot, I felt wildly uncomfortable and vulnerable in being seen. And it was so outside of my comfort zone that standing there looking into this lens was like standing looking into the eyes of the insecurities I had held for years. That was a huge shift moment for me because I really, I, I leaped out of my comfort zone and I was really facing these paradigms I had been carrying my entire life. And a big thing for me that transformed my perception was the education of what actually happens in creating images in the media. And I took this gender studies class my freshman year of college and I will never forget this paper I had to write about the standard of beauty and how it's changed over the centuries, how it's changed over the years, even in modern times. And up until that point, I had zero understanding of what actually went into the process of editing photos for magazines in the media. I had no idea about the amount of Photoshop that went into changing models' images. You know, on top of already the perfect lighting and the makeup that they wore and the outfits that they wore and this whole team working on their appearance, I had no idea the lengths of what you could do with Photoshop. And there's this one video in particular. I'm going to put it in the, the show notes for you guys to check out if you'd like, but it shows the process. They take this woman, they take her photo, and they show the entire Photoshop process of altering her skin color, I mean her arm and leg length, changing the structure of her body to make her thinner. I mean, literally, they change her eye size everything and they show the before and after and it's and it's wild to look at and when I saw that in that moment for that assignment I was like wow like this is something in my life that I had no idea that I was comparing myself to these standards of beauty that were fake that the pictures that I was seeing they weren't real people I mean they were real people but after they had been altered digitally that that wasn't real And for so long, so many companies and their advertising would show the same type of models, the same body structure, the same skin color, completely not including the same age range too, not including the full range of different body types and just the variety that is on this earth and all the beauty and all of our differences that was totally lacking in advertising. Recently, I know some companies are starting to do a little bit more work in regards to their campaigns, not having Photoshop 
or including models of different ages, different body types, different cultures, different races and ethnicities, and including that. Um, But, you know, it's just, it's very frustrating when I look back at all of this, and I didn't have media literacy, I didn't understand what I was seeing, what was going on, and how I was absorbing these messages. And then also recognizing that in self-image and beauty, all of this, again, it's over a lifetime. And as we age, our concepts or our expectations change with us. For many of us, regardless of gender identity, feel a pressure to look a certain way. And these insecurities are often fueled by these billion-dollar industries that are constantly bombarding us with advertisements that we're not good enough as we are. A lot of our self-talk and the roots of our self-talk and discovering where those roots are for you is a powerful way of beginning to understand the roots of what's going on and as well as a, as a way to start shifting that internal dialogue, shifting that script. We don't know where to start unless we know where we are. And so one way to really start tuning into those paradigms and paradigms are habits They're habit patterns of thought that are often absorbed. We often absorb these messages and these ways of thinking um, in the environments that we grow up in. And as kids, we're we're just sponges. And we just take in this information and it kind of becomes our programming for the rest of our lives unless, you know, we, we work actively work towards becoming aware of what those programs are, becoming aware of those thought patterns and then and then working, you know, towards shifting them. And so a lot of our paradigms, again, like I said before, are rooted in the media, the content that we see, watch, hear, messages around beauty, appearance in your family unit, or the social environments in school, in work, in whatever environments you grew up in, and how people related to themselves, how they spoke about themselves, how they spoke about other people, where the emphasis is placed by many, you know, in those environments about appearance, about beauty, about weight, about your body, all of those different messaging that you perhaps absorbed growing up, you know, things that people said to you over the years. So comments, unsolicited comments about your your body, your face, your clothing, your appearance. And, and the reason why I kind of chuckled a little bit about unsolicited, because I know <laughs> I can definitely speak for myself. Uh, you know, I've had like strangers come up and talk to me about something um, that was totally, you know, not, not something I intended at the time. I was like, I, I really didn't want your, your opinion about my body or whatever the case may be that they were talking about. Um, and another thing is a big thing in this is culture and the cultural messages that we have growing up about what's beautiful. The standard of beauty, like I said before in that paper I had done for college, it has changed dramatically over time. And it's, I really encourage you to look at just, they have some videos about the standard of beauty and how it's changed for women and men over different time periods. And it's fascinating to look at. And you can see it in a lot of the paintings from different centuries, how women were portrayed, how men were portrayed. You can see it in art and how that evolves. So some power questions for you to discover some of your paradigms around appearance, around self-image, is what do I believe to be true about beauty or appearance? What do I believe to be true about self-image or my self-image, my beauty, my appearance? What do I believe to be true about my blank? Fill in the blank. It can be my skin, my body, 
etc. Just fill in that blank. What do I believe to be true about what other people think about my appearance or how people may perceive me if I don't do X or if I do X? We've been all force-fed concepts of beauty for years by the media. And here's the thing is that we get to choose our own definition of what beauty means to us. We can choose the meanings that serve us, that are life-giving to us. And this isn't to say that we might, you know, not still face other people who project their own unhealed parts of themselves onto us or project that inner critical voice that they're dealing with in their own minds onto others. And remembering that when, when people do that, when they make comments or whatever the case may be, you know, it's really showing a reflection of their relationship with themselves rather than you at all. It's not and as, as hard as that is to do because when we get comments that can be very hurtful, um, to recognize that it's really that person's, that person's issue with themselves. And a powerful way, again, as I, I like to say in all these episodes, to really work on, work on and address these topics that we have around self-image and, and anything with transformation is working with a professional because a lot of these topics around self-image for us might be linked to past traumas or painful memories associated with these topics. And so a really great way to work through this is with a professional. And one practice that I personally started implementing with myself to really flip my internal script and build a new relationship with myself is kind of what I call my mirror photo love challenge. And so the first thing in any of this is your decision to be open to building a new way of thinking and a new way of relating to yourself with the awareness that this isn't something that you say one quick affirmation and all of a sudden, you know, all of your insecurities and potential traumas around your appearance in your life are instantly better, right? It's not going to be just like this bumper sticker affirmation and all of a sudden like, oh, you're good, like everything's fine. No, it's a process, right? And this process involves getting curious, right? So allowing yourself to start noticing, becoming aware of how you speak to yourself in your mind. And a great way to do this to really assess where you are is by looking at photos of yourself from the past or the current time period and just notice from a place of curiosity and self-discovery where your thoughts go. So are you looking for imperfections and being critical of yourself notice the what you say like I can think of so many times where I was looking at old photos with someone and I was like oh like look at that photo and I was like cringing over like a photo of myself from the past right so notice how you speak about yourself notice what feelings come up for you you can also do the same thing with this activity by standing with or without a lot of clothing on in front of your mirror at home and just Notice the thoughts that are coming up. Notice where your attention goes. Every time you see your reflection, every time you see your image, just like become curious and just notice and observe the thoughts without judgment, without trying to make them go away or anything. Just just notice the thoughts that are going through your mind in those moments and have grace with yourself, right? Some emotions that come up in this activity are perhaps unhealed parts of yourself that are coming up for compassion and they're coming up for healing. And this is a process, So when you see yourself in the mirror or a photo or just passing thoughts about yourself and you see and you notice a self-critical, hurtful thought, replace it with three things that you love about yourself. Or one thing that I used to do is I would look in the mirror when I first started this activity. I would look in the mirror and I was like, I would just 
name the three things that I loved about myself, three things that I loved about my appearance. And the first time I did this, I was like, I love the fact that I'm willing to do this activity and look for something that I love. That was the first one I started with. I had nothing that I could say at that point about what I loved about myself. And then I did this every single day. And then the next day I was like, you know what? Like, I I really love the color of my brown eyes today. Like, I really love how my eyes look or, you know, and start building from there. And it's a process. Another practice that I've used is that when I notice that I'm standing in the mirror and I have a critical thought about my appearance, I immediately will think after I have that thought, I'll say, I'm sorry, I love you to that part of the body that I just spoke about or to my general appearance. Like, I just literally will think, like, I'm sorry, I love you. And, and just genuinely, like, apologize to myself and say that I love you. Begin talking to yourself like you were talking to a child or your best friend or someone you truly love and become your own best friend in your own mind in how you speak to yourself And if you make mistakes, you know, apologizing again, I'm sorry, I love you. It's a great thing to lean into to implement. The truth is that we have bodies, but we're not our bodies. We have thoughts and we're not our thoughts. We have these emotions, but we're not our emotions, right? We're the awareness, this awareness observing our bodies, observing our thoughts, observing our emotions. And I always like to mention that like my my body is like this earth suit of sorts for my soul, for my spirit. And when I started learning about the body, when I started learning about all these incredible systems within the body that are working all the time for my good, I started developing a new relationship with my body, a new relationship with myself and this earth suit, so to speak. And I started having a deeper form of gratitude and so a really great thing to do is literally just like start learning about the body start learning about all of the systems and through that process we can just find so much amazement in this physical structure that allows us to move about in the world and as we begin working on this relationship with self we can also remember to become mindful about what we say to other people And notice if someone does say something to us, one of my favorite quotes, I just pulled up my Instagram because it's one of my old posts, but it's by a yogi and they said, if you are willing to look at another person's behavior towards you as a reflection of the state of their relationship with themselves, rather than a statement about your value as a person, then you will over time cease to react at all. So this week, I encourage you all just experiment with some of these concepts that I talked about, some of these photo mirror challenges, and just for this next week, try them out. See how it works. Notice what comes up for you. Remembering that so much of what plays in our minds are these automatic recordings, these false beliefs that we carry about ourselves in the world that we just absorbed. And we can begin that process of pulling them out like weeds and replace them with seeds of compassion, kindness, and truth for ourselves and for our lives. From my heart to yours, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast as much as I love creating it. 
As always, you can connect with me on Instagram at J-U-L-Householder or my website, juliehouseholder.com. I love hearing how you've integrated these episodes into your life. And if you feel called, please leave a review on iTunes so we can help others reach new heights. Mm-hmm.